is going on everybody welcome in to another edition of the daily energy news beat stand up here on this gorgeous november 29th 2023 as always i am your humble correspondent michael tanner comedy from an undisclosed location here in dallas texas joined by the executive producer of the show the purveyor of the show and the director and publisher of the world's greatest website energynewsbeat.com Stuart turley my man how we doing today it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood and holy smokes batman what a day Absolutely. Great to be back. Um, We're back in full force today. Absolutely insane menu lined up. First up, a new type of geothermal power plant just made the internet a little bit greener. Al Gore is smiling ear to ear. Next up, David Staples. This is an opinion piece. Quote, Daniel Smith conjures up a new A-bomb to drop on Trudeau's meddling in the Alberta power grid. Ooh, a little north of the border, eh? So we'll figure out what's going up there in Canada. Next up, Beauty, the green eh? energy wall gradually coming into focus. Next up, lower CO2 emissions are partially due to shifts in power generation sources. That's courtesy of our favorite friends, um, the IA. And then finally, China boosts coal and gas consumption as power demand nears record high. Make coal great again, Stu. China loves it. Um, he'll then toss it over to me. I'll quickly cover what happened in oil and gas finance. And uh, we've got crude oil inventories that drop, um, which will forecast what the EIA might say here today at 10. And then I'll let you get on out of here, get back to work and finish up your day. But before we do all that, guys, remember, all the news and analysis you are about to hear is brought to you by the world's greatest website, www.energynewsbeat.com, the best place for all of your energy news. Stu and the team do a fantastic job of making sure that website stays up to speed with everything you need to know to be at the tip of the spear when it comes to the energy business. You can hit the description below, see all the timestamp links, the articles. You can email the show questions at energynewsbeat.com. You can go ahead and check out dashboard.energynewsbeat.com. That's our data news combo product. Uh, subscribe to us, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast at Energy Newsbeat on YouTube. Um, that's about it, though, Stu. I'm going to let you hand it over to you. Where do you want to begin? Hey, let's start with uh, a new type of uh, geothermal power plant just made the internet a little greener. Michael, this is huge. Yep. This, I love geothermal. Uh, geothermal is fantastic. This one, Michael, is in the Nevada desert. Project Red, developed by geothermal startup called Fervo. I have reached out to the CEO, see if we can get him on the podcast. Um, And Michael, they operate Google servers. This is really cool. The first Project Red, though, Michael, is only two to three megawatts, two and three, excuse me. So that'd be five or enough power to do a thousand homes. However, a thousand homes, a lot of servers uh, to start with. Hot rock everywhere. I absolutely love it. Um, no, I mean, this is, you know, this falls in line with Exxon's announcement that they're going to start drilling for lithium. I think this is a, while it's not quite the same industry, I think what you're seeing is a shift away and a small dip of the toe into an alternative type of energy that seems to be sustainable. Again, geothermal seems to be a more sustainable option relative absolutely. to some of the other stuff. We love this. We love a little uh, making the internet greener. So uh, we got to love it. We love that, and especially for the Bitcoin miners that I've interviewed over the past. Love me some Bitcoin when they uh, use natural gas, uh, trap natural gas, and make money for the uh, mm-hmm. energy providers as well. Love me some Bitcoin. 
All right. Now, the EMP operators, Michael, this is 7,000 feet down. Uh, they know how to drill holes. Yep. And that's exactly what you got to have for geothermal. So let's go to our buddies up in the Canada. Uh, just we've finished up uh, Heidi and Terry again, two really classy Canadians up there. Daniel Smith conjures up a new A-bomb to drop on Trudeau's meddling in Alberta power grid. You know, they're... Uh, president or uh, prime minister uh, Trudeau is absolutely a moron. Uh, I'd like to see our yep. moron play ping pong with their moron and I'll raise you a moron. Yep. This is absolutely despicable. The A-bomb is Alberta Crown Corporation. Electricity generation represents Alberta arming up to reverse the broken federal uh, provincial power dynamic. Here's the problem, Michael. They are going to go challenge a 15-year earlier previously agreed upon f by the Crown. And this is uh, private industry could do this with natural gas, but they want to go ahead and change the entire baseload for Alberta mm -hmm. to renewable. Renewable does not work in the cold. I'm sorry. This is absolutely nuts. It's exactly what I was going to say. Imagine all those batteries seizing up in the freezing frigid winter. Oh, that's like me on a podcast when my batteries run out on my <laughs> Zoom hardware recorder. Hold that thought, Mr. Mr. CEO, uh, this is um, uh, as Smith described it. New Crown Corporation will be similar to Eckcourt, owned by the city of Edmonton, or Inmax, owned by the city of Calgary. "Quote: We want the private sector to step in with new natural gas generation, with nuclear, new nuclear generation." But if they don't, we need to step in. We're sending a message to the market: This is a reluctant entry. It would be a generator of last resort. The government's forcing them to go to renewable. Yeah, it's absolutely I, insane. I don't and get it. it it's going to backfire and bite them in the booty soon. Trust me. Oh, oh yeah. Um, he said booty. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Let's go to the next one here. The green energy wall gradually coming into focus. This one is important, Michael. I've been talking about this for a few, few times. This is yep. an opinion piece. And I liked it because it had a hair in here. The Euro News Today had some quotes from the manifesto of the Freedom Party. Uh, the manifesto declares, we quote, we have been made to fear climate change for decades. We must stop being afraid. Uh, side note, Bill Gates has already said that. Uh, the climate change is uh, always changing for century. The document goes on to say, when conditions change, we adapt. We do this through sensible water management, raising dikes when necessary, and by making room for the river. But we stop the hysterical reduction of CO2 with as much as a small country. We can wrongly think we can save the climate. I agree with that 100%. One small company country is not going to change China after they put in, they have four hundred coal plants uh and in already permitted oh yeah ready oh. to go i mean they're as so we're about to cover here in two stories they are absolutely embracing coal so no if if you're going to start the energy transition has to start with china and if it doesn't you're deluding yourself on a plan oh absolutely and so everything that we're doing for paying the wind farm and the solar are giving to China so they can pay to put in their their coal plants i don't get it okay let's go to the next one 
Lower CO2 emissions are partly due to shifts in power generation sources. Michael, this is from our buddy over there at the EIA. Okay, here's where the EIA last year said. Their same article they did last year, let's go through the numbers here in just a second, but last year, Michael, this article was titled, The Only Reason We Lowered Our CO2 Was Because of the Natural Gas Plants That Were Put In to Retire the Coal. What uh, is this like our favorite Monty Python skit that you and I are going to do at the Sandstone Christmas party here? I'm not quite dead yet. Not you quite. Not quite dead yet. Or, or Miracle Max, um, mostly dead. Okay. We forecast the U.S. energy to emit 4,790 metric tons of CO2 in 2023. A 3% decrease from 2022. Electrical generation from coal fire plants. Much of this decline. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, the, the fact that the EIA can't come out and directly say that the reason why we have lowered emissions is because we switched from coal to natural gas shows you that they're being a political organization. Flat out. Flat out. And then when you have the allegations of them uh, fudging the numbers to make the Biden administration look better, um, whether or not that's a conspiracy theory or not, I find it funny that their servers are down for a month at a time right before an election. It's a good thing. Hey, maybe Dominion uh, should have their servers. What do you think? The voting <laughs> machines. I'll, I'll oh. let the courts decide. What's next? <laughs> Let's go to China. We're going to flap our wings all the way around to China now. Okay. China boosts coal and gas consumption as power demands record high. Chinese authority have been keeping avoid last year's power shortages. I applaud China for one reason. They're taking care of their citizens first. Not like the U.S. where we're like third rate. We're like going, hey, what's going on? China is trying to get all the power they can to their citizens and elevating as many people out of poverty as that they can. They have, as we talked about, for 140 gigawatts uh, this winter is uh, coming up on its peak demand. It's rising by 12.1%. That's a lot of gigawatts that it's rising, dude. Yep. And uh, every little, uh, you know, so that's why John Kerry should stop flying on his private jet. Oh, the other article we had on Newsbeat this week was a hoot. It was, there's two of them that were out there. Amazon Bezos, uh, his one yacht is putting out more than, I believe it was 47,000 people, something like that, on their homes. Uh, you got to be kidding me. One guy, one yacht. The other article was 1%. The 1% is emitting more CO2 than 60% of the rest of the world. We talked about that on the show yesterday in our little solo show. So we're very familiar uh, with that one. Okay. I didn't listen to you as I normally don't listen to you. I treat you like a wife. I do not listen to you. Okay. <laughs> With that, I'm done. I've been ranting. It has been a wonderful day today. Yeah, super quick here. We'll go ahead and uh, and, and pop over and cover a little bit about the oil and gas finance. Overall markets, S&P 500 only up a tenth of a percentage point. NASDAQ up three tenths of a percentage point. Oil trading, 76.59. That's actually up about two and a half percentage point, or excuse me, about a percent and a half relative to the opening trades, a little bit below 75 
Main reason price is jumping mainly on the possibility that on Thursday with this online OPEC meeting that was pushed off from last week could result in more cuts. We did see a slight drop in crude oil in, in forecasted crude oil inventories, about 800,000 barrels. That's via the API. As you listen to this today, the EIA will drop their numbers and either confirm or deny that. You know, I, I think the big thing is there was a storm that, that that actually caused some 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 Kurdish out oil output to drop. So that actually helped boost prices up a little bit. That largest field is the Kazaka field, down 56% due to storms. And that really is everything that moved prices today. That was about all we also saw on the oil and gas side. We saw Baytex up in Canada divest of some Viking assets located in Forgan and Plato. Um, that's in southern Saskatchewan. That's a 10-1 effective date for about 153 million. This brings them even more into the uh, the U.S. oil market as they have made a recently made a a large purchase in the Permian Basin. So they are, or excuse me, in the Eagleford. Um, so they are looking to diversify. Um, but that's really all I've got, Stu. It's pretty quiet for the oil and gas today. Um, what should people be worried about? Well, cops coming uh, around the corner, and I'm still working on the uh, like live events. You know, I don't. They, you wanted me to go there. And I said, no, I'm sorry. Just like I don't listen to you as, a, as my work wife. But uh, we're COP28 is going to be a hoot, dude. Um, the oil and gas guys are showing up. You can't, you got to believe that now it's okay. Absolutely. So, well, good. We look forward to COP28 and all of the analysis. But with that, guys, we'll go ahead and let you get out of here, get back to work, finish up, or start your day. We appreciate you guys for checking us out. For Stuart Turley, I'm Michael Tanner. We'll see you tomorrow. 